Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up on the program the next hour on a Friday. Going to continue our conversation from yesterday. Going to look at some rookies that were drafted in the second and third round of the NFL draft. Let you know what they look like for the upcoming season. Also, see we we got some news and notes coming out of mandatory mini camps and the off season training activities. The OTAs telephone number to get involved eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Everybody in there, link up, click up. You already know. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. All in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. We got you covered. Getting you ready for the 2018 season. Matt, what's going on with you, big homie? Oh, it's a good Friday, as I like to say, and, uh, you know, just another day closer. Beautiful weather. And it is a real nice day outside. All in, kid, Jake Seeley, 757. What's good with you, my man? Well, that's good as I'm following Jerry Thornton's Twitter feed online to see what this is going to be. Jerry, explain now. Let's, we got to hop into this. What's, who's Jerry oh. Thornton and why are you following his Twitter feed? Uh, apparently he writes for Barstool Sports, but apparently he wrote 48 minutes ago. I'm hearing Patriots rumors 9.5 on the Richter scale. 10 minutes ago, he says, I'm writing a preemptive blog of what it might be. And if it's true, it's the most stunning move of the Brady check era. All right. So there we go. Keep a hold of that situation right there. Jake might be able to break some news coming out of New England. It is Barstool Sports, though. So it it could be it it could be something funny. So there you go right there. So uh, Tom Brady's running for governor of uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, he probably won't win. <laughs> knowing Massachusetts and knowing Tom Brady, he's probably not going to win. But then again, you never you, you never know. All right, let's get ready to hop in and talk about some of these uh some of the rest of these players. And the guy I want to start with, Jake, I think he could be intriguing. I'm drafting him. There's no real – people don't really see a clear path for him to be getting on the field this year for the most part, at least at his position. But I want to start with Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is enough of a talent and enough of a good athlete at the Baltimore Ravens are going to figure out a way to get him onto the onto the football field. Is that going to help us with him, Jake? Because obviously he's going to be on your roster. He's going to be a quarterback. I'm not sure what he's going to be doing. He probably can outplay Joe Flacco right now, be 100%. But in my best ball leagues and some of my early drafts, I'm taking a last-round shot on Lamar Jackson because I think he will have fantasy value at some point this season. Yeah, actually, for the exclusive edge, Scott will love this. The exclusive edge fantasy football package next week. But Ding. my bold, bold predictions, Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson scores more points than Joe Flacco because he's going to be the starting quarterback this season. It's not just the special packages. It's the fact that Lamar Jackson is going to take over that position. When they start 2-4, and four, if this, the things start going south, they're going to make the move. Joe Flacco had a 5 
5.7 yards per attempt last year in the past 20 years. That's one of the, it was inside the 20 worst. And I mean, <laughs> the only reason there's other, that many other names is because it's a lot of people who only had about a thousand yards passing. We're talking about like John Skelton was named Derek Anderson in his rookie season, Ryan Mallett. Those are the names that Joe Flacco was a side of next last year. So I think Lamar Jackson ends up playing the starting quarterback position at some point, it would probably be the midway point of the season. And even if it was even games between, actually, you could give Lamar Jackson one third of the games and the other two thirds to Joe Flacco, and Lamar Jackson will still score more than Joe Flacco. There you go, right there. Matt Medica, 5.6 yards. I, I think this is, this is Joe Flacco right here. Give him that here. extra tenth. This, this, is, Joe, this is Joe Flacco right here, Matt. Catch this one. <laughs> That's basically a and Joe he Flacco. Short. <laughs> That's basically a Joe Flacco pass, Matt. You can't deal, you, you you can't win like that. But you know what? I don't count I don't count Coach Harbaugh out. That's the, the that's what I was gonna say. I don't see Harbaugh. Look, they gotta be like one in six for him to make this move. Yeah. Which, I mean, the the Browns ascension if Cincinnati is any better. It's uh, Ozzy's last year, right? Yes, yeah, Ozzy's swan song. So, you know, maybe late later on in the season, I can see it. I don't see it for the first half. I think it's, you know, Mr. Elite Joe Flacco is like. Oh, no, don't do that, man. At, at one point, Joe Flacco was an elite quarterback. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, that, that playoff run he had. That playoff run he had was uh, incredibly impressive. Playoff I, I, runs he's had. Yeah, but that one year in particular, yeah, where got well, paid. it was one. But they won the bowl, Jake. They had seasons where they've gone, have multiple seasons where they've gone into New England in and all some won. places like Denver <laughs> and that gotten W's. A decent game doesn't make it multiple. He's had one good postseason. Go look at all the other games. Jake don't like him. Think uh, about it is look. I mean, no, I'm realistic for a best ball. Like you know, if it's a 35 rounds and something, yeah. post 30, you wouldn't take him. You wouldn't take yeah. Lamar Jackson in a 20 round draft. In a 20-round draft, no. Okay, interesting. I mean, in a 20-round, is that the draft and hold we're talking about or just a redraft? You have a... a, a I mean, a, either or, I'm not going to take him right okay. now. Okay. I, I just, it may work out where he does get the time, but in 20 rounds, if I'm going to, I want a quarterback I know is going to be definitely So if they make back. a switch, you think they're more likely to go to RG3 than Lamar Jackson? No, no, no. I think they would go to Lamar Jackson. But if we're prefacing it on 20 rounds and say it's best ball, I need, you know, at least two quarterbacks. I probably want to have three if that's the scenario. And, you know, I'm look, Jake's right. If he gets, you know, six games, seven games, great. But that's an if. And like you said, you got Harbor there. It's Newsom's last year. What if things break right for them this year? What if it just, you know, he's got Crabtree. That happens to work out. When you're throwing five-yard passes, the people are going to be upset with you. I'll tell you this, Matt, and I think Corey will agree. Harbaugh is coaching for his job. He is. If, if, if Flacco comes out and he's Flacco of last year, he'll make the switch to save his job because if they go 6-10 and 10 this year, Harbaugh can find himself out of that job himself. I think that, that, that could be the case. I, I told you guys I, last year. Honestly, though, I, I would like to see Harbaugh somewhere else. I, I, I think, I, you know, after a certain amount of time, I, I think it is time to move on. You lose I, the locker room, all of a sudden your voice becomes a stale voice, much like he Andy. He would be picked up immediately. Much like Andy Reid did in Philadelphia, and if, and if Harbaugh is gone, like you said, he would be one of the top coaches to come off the market. For fantasy, though, if we're going to talk about these, you know, upside guys just late, I mean, I'll take Josh Allen. I don't think Josh Allen, you know, I have no choice but to root for him as a Bills fan. Yeah. But if he does get in there, there's a chance he can be good. I mean, he doesn't really have I mean, power, Lamar right? Jackson is going to be able to give you more, though. Fantasy wise, but I think he has an easier path to the jig. Path to the jig, right? Okay, now. I mean, see, it's the thing with with 
I told I told you this before. The reason why Baltimore didn't sign Colin Kaepernick last year because they would have to make him the starting quarterback because Joe Flacco would have been stinking the joint up that bad. And Joe Flacco was pitiful last year, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. That's why I do think Lamar Jackson's going history. to have fantasy in the NFL history. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> why I do think Lamar Jackson will have fantasy value in uh, 2018. Um. Hayden Hurst, let's stick with the Baltimore Ravens. Hayden Hurst, Jake, is a tight end. Obviously, you know what it is. If he's throwing five-yard passes, Joe Flacco, then that means a tight end can come in there and catch 60 to 75-yard passes from Joe Flacco. That gives Hayden Hurst value in the PPR. I don't know much about the young man. I believe he went to South Carolina. Other than that, I'm not familiar with him. What's the breakdown on Hurst and what do you think he can do this season? No, they, you're wrong on one thing. Uh, the, value right. is, the, the value is with Mark Andrews. They drafted the better pass-catching tight end in the second round, and the, that was the better option for their team. They drafted two tight ends, and they drafted two tight ends early. The problem with Hayden Hurst is the same problem with O.J. Howard last year, and I keep saying this. You remember this, Corey. I said the reason you need to get off O.J. Howard last year is because he's the better pass blocker than Cameron At that point last season, Cameron Brait was the better pass catcher. Might still be as of today. O.J. Howard can certainly continue to develop and grow but the fact is when you're the better pass blocker you're going to be asked to stay at the line of scrimmage and block and that's just a fact Hayden Hurst is a great all not great he's a very good all-around tight end he's going to be asked to block a lot more than Mark Andrews will and that's the problem Hayden Hurst is like Dwayne Allen and it's just like okay eh, whatever Mark, Mark Andrews is the one but the problem is they're going to basically eat at each other's value because you're going to have a lot of two tight end sets. And when you don't, it'll probably end up being Hurst on the field more than Mark Andrews because he can block, but it's still not, he's still not going to see 70, 80% of the tight end share like you would on a normal team where you don't rotate as much. What do you think, Matt? I'm really not going in on rookie wide receivers or tight ends this year. I mean, if at a certain point, maybe, you know, depending if I'm doing a draft champion style thing, I'll take shots here or there. But, you know, if, if, if I was doing a 15-round draft, I don't see myself. Right, 844-843-6879 is the telephone number to dial to get involved on the program. All right, so I was, I was thinking last night, right? It's nothing to do with football. Um, but I, we, 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 all, we started already, so we got, we got the good stuff. Basketball? No, not, nothing to do with it. This is life. No, no, this is about the show, right? I was coming back from the store last night. And I was thinking to myself, we need to. I, I agree with you guys. I'm going to go ahead and admit it. Ti Thursday needs to be Ti Tuesday. It's just it's a better ring to it. To be honest with you, we're going to move Ti Thursday, Ti Tuesday. I was thinking for Friday we do Future Fridays. Anybody against Future Fridays? All right. Is so, there enough future? Not, it is enough future. It's like some of the older why stuff. Don't, if that's the case, why don't do Wu Tang Wednesdays? I'm down with Wu Tang Wednesdays. I'm, I'm yeah, cool I'm with down that. with Wu Tang Wednesdays, uh, Future Fridays, uh, and Ti Thursday. We can have you know past Monday as well. You know, stuff you know like what I was thinking about. Yeah. I like I like Ti Thursdays. You could do T Pain Thursdays. No, no, no. <laughs> A whole bunch of auto tune and crazy. How about Ace Mondays? You could get behind that. No, you know what I was thinking about for Monday, Motown Mondays. Yeah. Anybody? Oh, anybody? Any objections to Motown Mondays? Not at all. No. All right. So uh, who's See, that? That, uh, that opens up a lot. Yeah. No. You got it. You got the whole thing with Motown. You can go anywhere. You can go Jackson Five, Smokey Robinson, sitting at the dock of the bay, cruising. Baby, I want you loving the whole thing. We can do a lot with that. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Hey, who's on the one and twos? Is that Bavona? Is that Bones? Is that who's on the one and twos? Are uh, downstairs in the fourth floor in the fantasy pit of misery? 
Who's downstairs on the fourth floor? Who's on the who is in my ear right now? It's uh, me, Bologna, hey, we got Ventra, Nando, Greg, Florio. We got the whole crew here. All right, so are you listening to this conversation? So this is going to be the Frenzy music schedule. It's going to be Motown Monday, right? We made a power play and moved T.I. Thursday to T.I. Tuesday. That was better. Then Wednesday, we're doing Wu-Tang Wednesday, all right? You got, are you writing this down, Chris? No, but I'm remembering it. I know it's Motown Monday, yeah. T.I. Tuesday. Tuesday. We got Wu-Tang Wednesday. Wu-Tang Wednesday, and it's going to be Future Friday. This will start next week, okay? What about Thursday? Thursday is, is whatever you, whatever. I don't care about Thursday. I don't care. What, trap uh, Thursday. Oh, Trap Thursday. That's not bad. Uh, what do you got, Jake? Nah. I was going to say it doesn't go with it. It's not, you don't get the alliteration with it, though. I was going to say Beef Thursdays, and we can do a lot of Biggie and Tupac on Thursdays. I don't. I don't mind that turmoil Thursday. Is that is that work? There you go. Turmoil Thursday. That's right? uh, tur- no turmoil would work better with Tuesday. That the, so turmoil Tuesday would work right. better. I'm all for keeping uh, Ti Thursday. All right, so turn. All right, I, well, I got outvoted on that. So turmoil Tuesday. So that's if you got beef. That's like Drake and Meek Mill and, and Biggie and Pac. Oh yeah, you could do all that. Yeah, you so, could go back and do LL Cool J yeah, and, and cool, cannabis. Yeah, exactly. All of you're right. So much beef, and then we keep Ti Thursday. Cannabis got laid down. That was a tough one right there, but LL's, LL's a legendary uh, hip-hopper. What about... Uh, oh, then you have... Uh, what was the one with uh, P. Diddy? Yeah, Diddy and... Uh, oh, Suge Knight, but we can't make fun of Suge Knight, though. Oh, no, no. No, <laughs> well, Diddy, Diddy and Nas. Diddy and Nas before Diddy and Nas were cool, and he signed them. Yeah, this is true. We can give you, It's a lot of beefs that we can get into. So, Turmoil Tuesday, T.I. Thursday, Future Friday, Motown Monday. All right, is, so Is cool. there any chance of Florio Friday? No. <laughs> no, no, no Florio Friday. <laughs> Florio don't make music. Florio don't even take care of the fish. I'm oh, so disappointed. Should Florio we get a new fish? Should we get a new fish? No, no. We, don't, we don't want to kill another. <laughs> we don't want to kill another life form. <laughs> we have blood on Not our hands. They put something under, you got to put something under the bowl if they're going to do it this time because even when the water was clear because the table's gray, it always looked murky anyway because of the lighting. Yeah, we did have a tough one with that. We 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 got we got taught pretty bad with that. So let me um. I know I normally get somebody in in here uh, early in the program to get on the phones with us in that first segment. So, but I don't have the I don't have the um the G chat up right now. You can always tell me in my ear if we got telephone calls. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine is the telephone number. Hey, are y'all? Is Scott Fishbowl started yet? No, it's, well, he sent been, that invitation. He did. It, well, not all of them. He's sending them out in. Portions, okay. Because I have not seen a Scott. I don't think I've seen a Scott Fishbowl invite this month. No, he's sending them out. He's sending them out in groups as like the leagues. He's because there's so many leagues. He's sending them out as he sends the leagues as a whole. I think it's to keep track of who's signed up and responded. I think he might have heard you call it a draft. Oh, (laughs) oh no! Look, I just checked my. I just checked my um my email and look at this. According, oh man! All right, so oh, this is May 11th, and I I must have missed it. So this is my Scott Fishbowl invite. It might be filled up now, though. If not, I'll just send him an email. I'll just send him a note oh, because that's my guy. The 11th might just be the initial reach out. Maybe that's what it was. I'm going to send him a note because that's my guy, and I would, be, I would feel bad if he didn't invite me because— well, why don't you just accept it? If he send you an invite? It says link to invite. No, he's already—no, no, no. He's talking—Matt, he's talking about the original email. All right. The roll call email. Maybe that's what it is. I got to figure it out. Because I put Scott Fish on the air every year when they do the Scott Fishbowl. And for him not to invite me, I think, well, he is, he's obviously going to invite me, but I want to reciprocate because 
I mean, hopefully the rules are not too crazy. I didn't like the first yeah, down think, thing last well, year. Well, from what I saw, he didn't uh, make the rules yet. Okay. Jake, you know anything about the rules? Yeah, you normally come... All right, what's the rules? I forget. They're in one of the emails that he changed things up again this year. I will be right. Because he, he, already, he already tweeted out what the final scoring last year would have been for this year scoring-wise, like where players would have finished if they were using this year's scoring that he has. So he's already worked all that out. You can see him in D.C. at Flex, and you can yell oh, he's at gonna him be, He's going to meet the Flex? I do, th- I do agree and with you, though. Anybody on the, if somebody on the fourth floor got Scott Fish telephone number, let's, I want to I give Scott Fish a call, and we get Scott Fish on the program before the show. I got his number in here number. somewhere. If, if, I got his number in here somewhere, Scott Fish. That's a... I want to get. I want to talk last Scott Fish because Scott Fish Bowl is coming up, so we want to get down with that. I seen Roto wear uh, my man Kenneth Cashman made a Scott Fish T-shirt. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Scott Fish T-shirt, Scott yep. Fish Bowl T-shirt. So that's what's up. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine telephone number to get involved on the Friday. We come back on the other side. We want to discuss Bronco rookie running back Royce Freeman, and then me and Jake will argue about my man Carry On Johnson. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Use as directed. A little more up tempo. Come back from break. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Yeah, fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Um, Jake, did you have, did you have the number, Jake? You got Scott for number, Jake? Okay, there you go. All right. Um. Oh, uh, oh yeah. So people uh, downstairs. I don't know if that's Pavona or Bones. Whoever's downstairs. Jake just threw Scott Fish number up in the um. In the G chat, so I want to holler at Scott Fish and then ask Scott Fish some questions, talk to him because I ain't spoken to him in a little bit. And then, um, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell him I called this during the draft. I'm gonna tell him that I'm gonna be honest with him, you know, I gotta keep it 100 with Scott Fish. I'm gonna tell him I called this during the draft. I want to get his thoughts on that too. And then, you obviously, telephone lines open for y'all 844 843 I think the most important thing about his uh, is the Fantasy Cares Initiative, yeah, and what he does, you know, uh, around the holidays for the kids. I donated to that. I think everybody really should. If you're going to play in that league, you need to be donating as well. No doubt about it. So shout out to Scott Fish. Hope to get him on the horn in a second. And then we got to get the all-in kid reconnected too. So let's get that going. Um, Matt, what do you think? I thought we touched on him briefly yesterday, Matt, about Royce Freeman. I'm a Devontae Booker guy, and I'm not getting off that Devontae Booker train until I see concrete evidence that this Royce Freeman kid is going to be the guy. I just think Devontae Booker has been the best player in that backfield for the past three years. It hasn't fallen. It had, chips haven't fell his way yet, but I'm not going to get off him before it's too late, before it's too early, while it's still too early. Devontae Booker, for me, is, is a late-round pick where you, you know, 
you take a. It's not going to cost you. It's not going to look like that. <laughs> I was trying to keep my thought. I was trying to keep my train of thought. Look, uh, I, I, I think they do want to make the move here, but I'll put the thing. If I'm getting Devontae Booker, you know, pretty much for free, super late, why not? As just, you know, early on, see what happens. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get him, I don't think I'm that upset neither. Yeah, that's how. I, listen, I, I, I want if you want in on that back on that backfield. I'm not saying I'm going to be overexposed to the Denver Bronco running game, but I will have some exposures. More than likely going to be Devontae Freeman. Maybe I take a shot here or there if if you know on Freeman. But um, I I do think that it would be a mistake just to look past uh Devontae Booker and go right on into, into um Mr. Royce Freeman. Well, that's question. Royce Oregon. Uh, what? Morgan. I think it's Morgan. I oh, no, it's not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, Morgan like, Freeman got, they got, you know, they got Morgan Freeman ass too, right? You no, know, Morgan Freeman's going to make some money if he sues them. He's fighting back? Yeah, he, he's got a good liable case there. Good, okay. Uh, but uh, with, with Freeman, is, is he a definite RB2 for you? If he gets the gig? Yep. I, I would say that if he gets the gig, I think he's a definite RB2 for me. I would go that. It's not, it's not if. It's not if. It's not it. Uh, yeah, hold on one second, Matt. <laughs> I mean, hold on one second, Jake. Would you say top 20? Top 20 back? I would say between 20 and 24. I would go between 20 and 24. Now, Jake, you, you came in on, you jumped in on the conversation. I was giving my love to Devontae Booker, much like you have in the past, and now you're telling me to pipe down because this Royce Freeman is the real deal. I've, I told you that earlier this week. It's, 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 if Booker's had his opportunities. What do you want in Booker's opportunities? You know, if you take all his games where he had double-digit carries, he's averaging 3.2 yards per carry. Melvin yeah. Gordon don't average much more. Oh, yeah, he does. He doesn't average 3.2 yards per carry. Devontae Booker has had multiple opportunities and done nothing with them. And to your point, I was a supporter, and that's my point. I was a supporter of Devontae Booker and his talent when he came out. He's done nothing with it. And, yes, Marvin Gordon, one year, his rookie season, and then had a great, like, finally fulfilled all that promise, and the second he even broke out even more after that. So it's maybe a little early to write him off, but I think the team made the clear statement and said Royce Freeman is our guy, and Royce Freeman is a powerful running back. He'll be first, second down, and Devontae Booker will be third in pass catching. So Booker's going to be involved, but that's why Freeman's not getting 11, 12, 1,300 rushing yards. He's an RB2 with a slight hit in PPR. Booker will be in the mix, but this is Freeman's lead in the backfield now. All right, so now I'm start, Matt, I'll start with you. Carry on Johnson is the closest thing to Le'Veon Bell that's, that we've seen coming into the NFL as far as his running style. He played football in the SEC. Detroit Lions have a gaping hole in their backfield and it's been that way for years. They draft Carrion Johnson. Carrion draft Johnson is going like seventh, eighth round of the fantasy draft right now. Carrion Johnson is, go- is a player that I'm going to be overexposed to because the Detroit Lions need to get him involved in the running game. Matthew Stafford needs that help. This is a guy that can really play the position of running back. Listen, banged up from time to time in his college career, but if he's healthy and he gives you 16, Carrion Johnson is going to be at least a top 20 running back. Uh, remain calm and carry on. Is that the uh, theme? I, I, I can do that. Uh, but here's the interesting. Here's the interesting thing. If you look at ADP, this is over the last month. So this is eight draft champions, draft and hold formats. We're talking about basically best ball. So who would you take? Being that you have this carry on Johnson love, you basically have an opportunity for him or Nick Chubb. I take Carry on Johnson over Nick Chubb. I know Carry on Johnson's gonna have the gig. Nick Chubb is still. I he's agree that against Carrion Carlos Johnson Hyde. is gonna get the gig. Yeah. I, I don't think there's really. They pretty much told Abdullah, you know, yeah. you're returning kicks. See ya, or turn <laughs> kicks or hit it. Or, or hey, how y'all doing? How's everybody? 
that outfit. Um, <laughs> no, I don't I see you in that shirt. <laughs> I don't like that outfit. Yeah, I'm not going to. See, that's the All Lives Matter outfit. I'm not going to wear that outfit. <laughs> you see, you're like a golf outfit. It did, just didn't do it for me. But that was his thing. All in, kid, Jake Silly. I don't want to fight with you on this one. But Carry On Johnson is going to be the lead dog in Detroit, and he's going to be a top 20 fantasy RB. Might even be top 15. I, I just we won't fight because I'll just assume you're still drunk from the draft. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the only thing I can assume there because the fact is he's best as a complimentary piece. And what are you looking at with this backfield is always what this backfield has been a complimentary piece. Is Garrett Blunt getting cut before week one? No. Is Theo Riddick going away? No. So it's 16 carries. You're lucky to get 16 touches a game in this backfield. The guy also runs way too upright, which would cause him to get, you mentioned the injuries. That's why is because he runs so upright, which also leads to him being easily tackled, especially on first contact. I like his talent. He's not an amazing talent to put him anywhere close to. You shouldn't even give Le'Veon, like not even both names, just one of his names. You shouldn't even put Jake, one of his the, names. The running, the, style, the running style reminds no, no. you of Le'Veon Bell, Jake. You know that. No, no, no. His body and looks similar to Le'Veon Bell. That's the only thing I'll give you. Le- Nobody is similar to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell stops there, stares at the line of scrimmage, and decides to take off in a cloud of smoke when he finds where he wants to go. Nobody's comparable if I could, to uh, the Le'Veon Bell. This weekend, if I can, I don't know if they got. If I can go back this weekend and find the Georgia game last year, they went into they went into Sanford and Carry On Johnson beat the Georgia Bulldogs by himself, and that's the NFL defense they got in Georgia. Uh, he didn't beat it by himself. But this is the thing that we always keep doing with Alabama, too. Look at the offensive line. Look at what he's playing behind. And this is one of the, we're talking almost NFL caliber offensive linemen there. So this fact is, and I mean that as in across the board, yeah. because every single year, and one or two offensive linemen are being drafted in the first and second round. So the fact is, I like I don't hate Kerryon Johnson. If his he was on another team. If you put it this way, if you swap Freeman and carry on Johnson and put him on the Broncos, I'd be a lot more supportive of him. The fact is Blunt is there. Riddick is still Riddick. He's going to be involved in a true committee of three guys back there. He will lead the backfield. He will be what they've been trying to get out of Amir Abdullah. But to put him inside the top 20, like I said, I, I think you've been drinking a little too much. Right. Well, not, not, not this morning. I will say this. They did try to give Abdullah opportunities last year to pretty much be the backs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just never do it. So, right, but he wasn't getting 20 touches even in those opportunities. No, but, I mean, he had, like, 19 carries, and, you know, he just couldn't get over 100 yards ever. It was like something he just... Well, they didn't have LeGarrette Blunt either at that time. True, but, I mean, if Carrion Johnson can get it done, I don't think, you know, LeGarrette Blunt is going to stifle his progression. I mean, right. I'm sure they would run with him. If, this is an interesting one in the chat. Um, my man Trey Biggs in the chat... <laughs> He says, uh, what's up, Corey? What's up, Trey? Uh, can you please rank these guys for me from one to six? I'm in the PPR league. All right. This is an interesting grouping right here of six wide receivers. Um, I don't know if you guys want to jot this down. It's uh, Brandon Cooks. Cooks. It's Brandon Cooks. Sammy Watkins. That's Matt's guy, Sammy Watkins. Jamison Crowder. Will Fuller. Robbie Anderson. And Julian Edelman. So that's Cooks, Crowder, Watkins, Fuller, Robbie Anderson, Julian Edelman, and a PPR. Edelman already has a four-game suspension. So I would rank these guys. I would go. Hmm. But just ranking them without, like, ADP, where you got to take them? Like, it's just, just a, just a straight-up ranking of the players, how you would <laughs> rank them. You know, Corey, it's easy. Different. You don't have to spend a lot of time, Corey. Who is it? You, you ready? Mm-hmm. 
Check the link. There you go. Check the <laughs> link. <laughs> the link is already live and active. The PPR link. Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy football package for 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I'll be Actually, out you next week. You better hurry up, too, because the, the rankings are about to be hidden inside the exclusive edge. Oh, package. yeah, that's right. The rankings go behind the paywall next week, and then. And then you got to pay for it, and then and then you need to pay for it too because a dollar of off every package sold goes to my children's college fund. <laughs> oh, wait, where's my dollar? <laughs> you got to have some kids. You got to have some kids first. <laughs> All right, so Matt, you got to. Uh, so I would go Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. Sammy mm-hmm. Watkins. I love Jamison Crowder. Then I would go Will Fuller. And then Edelman, obviously because of the four-game suspension, and then Robbie Anderson. I know Robbie Anderson was my guy last year, and I love Robbie Anderson. The problem with Robbie Anderson this year is Quincy Anoon was coming back, and they got a new quarterback. They're going to actually go to Sam Donald at some point. I don't know if that rapport is going to be the same. Robbie Anderson is a complete nut job, too. Some of the stuff he got in trouble with this offseason, it didn't affect him on the field at any time last year, but I think that's how I would like to rank those players. What do you think, Matt? I, I, I pretty much agree with that. I do think if you know Will Fuller is back and healthy. You put him over Crowder? He uh, No, I, I, I love where Crowder is. Like If I was drafting here, uh, I probably end up with Crowder most of this group. And, I agree, like Crowder and like Will Fuller as well, because I it, it's tough because these guys coming. He's got what two knee injuries now, but with uh, ha, uh you know that combination of wa- Watkins and ha- uh, not ha- and Fuller is pretty dynamic. Like he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field to him. All right, what do you think, Jake? Now, which part? The the would you would you rank them or is just oh you check the link mode? Oh, it's check the link mode, but no no. But what, is there a specific? Well, I'll talk about a specific one or two if you want. I want you to That's talk about Crowder and Fuller. Uh it a PPR is definitely Crowder for me. I still I'm on the Josh Doxon bandwagon, and if you check the exclusive edge package, there's actually a big reason why, especially when you talk about red zone targets. But the fact is, both he and Crowder can have value. Crowder can get back to wide receiver three. The thing is, we're talking PPR here, so. Crowder is going to give you that terrific floor in PPR with a decent ceiling, not too far from Will Fuller's ceiling. Now, Fuller's ceiling is definitely higher, but you're going to have a lot of, oh, you know what? Here's a great comparison. Will Fuller is Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, the good Deshaun Jackson, a couple of years ago with Deshaun Jackson, where you're going to get five or six games where it's like, damn, I'm so happy you had Deshaun Jackson in my lineup. And then the other 10 weeks, you're going to be like, whoa, look, Deshaun Jackson got me five points. Yeah, but he did get, you know, everything with the injury. If he's got him for the full 60, I, I agree. He is a boom and bust kind of like a Deshaun Jackson. I, I just really do like Crowder. I think Crowder's in a perfect situation. No, I, I think so, too. With Alex Smith, I think that works out perfectly. I like where he's going. He's being valued because he didn't have that good year last year. You're, still, you're paying a cheaper price for Crowder than you did last year. I like that. I think he bounces back. The injury, the hip obviously hindered him at times last season. I'm in on Crowder. I was thinking about this yesterday. This is going to sound crazy as hell. I never thought in my wildest years I'd be making a statement that I'm about to make. I would not be surprised if D.C. won the NFC East this year. I told you, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if any team wins the NFC East this year. Mm-hmm. Including the Dallas Cowboys. I think it's wide open. And it's just, I mean, the Eagles are the prohibitive favorite. No but- doubt. And this is what I brought up when we first started the show again last week was the fact that tell me in the NFC who's definitively a six and ten team. Yeah, you can't. You you were right. You can't really name them. You got a whole bunch of them in the AFC. See, the other thing is that there is that Super Bowl hangover for the most part. That you yeah, got to worry about. I read you that schedule yesterday. You know, so that is the thing I think that can keep these other teams 
hanging around maybe the Eagles. But I think the Eagles are far superior than, than the rest of that league. All right. Of that division. Hey, Matt, uh, somebody in the chat wants to know, how did you get, how did you get your, your nickname Wall Street? Uh, I worked on Wall Street for a decade. Yeah, there you go. You worked on Wall Street for a decade. And the same person asked me, how did I get the nickname the Fantasy Executive? I was working one night. This is when I was working with SiriusX and Fantasy when they were still a good radio station. Um, and I was producing a show with Grant Paulson. And I forgot who the players were. I think it was Mike Trout. It was Mike Trout and some other, some other dude was, was uh, being called up or something like that. It was talking about prospects baseball. And Grant said, I would pick both of these guys up because that's the kind of fantasy executive I am. I was like, I like the ring of that. And I, he said, and I said to Grant, can I have that? And he was like, what? I was like the fantasy executive. And that's how I became the fantasy executive. Shout out to my man, I never knew. Shout out to my man, Grant Paulson. He does uh, middays down there in uh, Washington, D.C. He's doing a terrific job. And he's out there in Vegas right now. He was out there for a uh, Stanley Cup joint because he's a big Washington Capitals fan. So shout out to them. Um, so D.C. finally got a championship, their first one since 1991. 844-843-6879. Are we getting Scott on the phone or not? I was trying to figure that out. Uh, when are we getting Scott Fish? But my thing is, it looks like we're coming up on the break. So I definitely want Scott Fish next segment, but I figured we would have had Scott I Fish. I told him we'd call. Yeah, no, I, I thought we'd have had him by now because I think he just emailed me too. Hey, Bavona. So can we get Scott Fish on next segment? Uh, we, can, we can get him. All right, his number's in the chat, so it's in, um, in the FNTSY in the chat, so the one that uh, Jake threw his number in that joint. So, so since we're kind of like looking, can we go back to yesterday? All right, sure. Let's go back to the Kenyan Drake uh, talk. Is it, I know Jake hates the Drake, Yeah, but I'm just curious to like. I don't hate the Drake. I said the team <laughs> hates the Drake. I understand, but like where are, is he not a top 20 back for you? Because I left here a little confused. Oh, no, he's top 20 for me right now, but it's, it's easily the running back inside the top 20 with the most risk. He could finish 35th. This team just last week said we could see Frank Gore leading this backfield, and I know that means leading the share, but then you have, look, what we talked about yesterday. Now he's cut, now coming out, oh, Balaj has all this three-down ability, and you have to love what he brings to the passing game. Like, I can't do anything about this. That's what my point was, is the team hates the Drake. The team is like so hell-bent on not using him as a full, well, basically, workhorse. But you would put him in that 15 to 20 range. As of now, it could easily slide back. If this is going to continue, if we start to get to the preseason and they're all three sharing, he's not going to be there. Yeah, no, but I like to look at it as, you know, like with, with, with the kid Bullage, they're going to talk like, him up. They're going to hopefully talent wins out. Hey, what's up? Hey, I Scott. actually have him at 21. You got him at that's 20. Not, that's where he should be at, I think. I've, I've, I think he should 17 be a little higher. And PPR, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going with the, you know, I'm dying on the Kenyon Drake Hill. But yeah. I think he should be definitely yeah. inside the top 20. In, well, inside no, the top 17 20. 17 in PPR. Yeah. 17 in PPR. That sounds about right. I think I, that's a good range. I, he was great down the stretch last year. Like I said, championship team. My running backs on my championship team last year was Todd Gurley and Kenyon Drake down the stretch. I had no beef. I ain't got no smoke with him. I just don't know what they're doing with him right now. I know we got Scott. But it is what, July 8th? Oh, it's, it's plenty of time left. June, June 8th. I got it's plenty July. Of, yeah, well, you match you a little bit ahead. There's <laughs> plenty of time left, though. We, go, we got to get past the fourth, and then we really get locked in and rolling and something. I'm doing my rankings this weekend, actually. Last year, I had my rankings done by this time. This year, I'm doing my rankings this weekend. Not tonight. Tonight, I'm going to chill. Watch the last basketball game of the year. And then um, 
kick it with the You're homies. On the Florio plan. It'll be ready August 31st. <laughs> no, I'm doing. I'm getting ready before Florio. <laughs> but then I have them ready for y'all by Monday, or at least I have, I have the quarterbacks and the running backs done. To do the wide receivers and the and the, and, uh, the tight a little bit later on. When we come back on Untied, my man Scott Fish joins the program. 844-836-879 is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Friday. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Glad to have the crew back together. Turn it up a little bit, Pavona. Who doesn't love a little bit? Unbelievable. It's notorious B.I.G. Good time on a Friday. Sun's out, guns out. O.Ed's rocking, coming through rocking rallies. I know Scott Fish is a fan of that. I'm a fan of Scott's mm-hmm. Fishbowl, too. Been participating <laughs> in Scott's Fishbowl. I haven't never won this joint. Or even got close to winning this joint. It's like Scott's Fishbowl. I do I do terrible in Scott's Fishbowl. And what's the other one, Jake? The other one that we do, you're in it too. Ronus was in it last year. Remember Tim McCullough won the Joe's. joint? Huh? Yeah, pros versus Joes. Horrible we in that joint. We went three years in a row. Huh? Tim won, I won, and Tim won. It was three years in a row we represented Roto Experts. And I didn't. It, I never made that, that the cut. One year, the only tight end I had on my roster was Ed Dixon. <laughs> and this is a point and a half for the tight end. And, and he pro- won the one year with only Rob Gronkowski. And I re- when Rob Gronkowski got hurt at the end of the year, he had no tight end to finish the season. And McCullough still won. I remember Adam Ronis criticized him so bad after that draft, right? But he won the joint, and he brought it up and threw it in Ronan's face. It was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what killed me in pros versus Joes last year, Corey? It's gonna be, I had no tight end or kicker come week four. Yeah, that's it. You done. They all got that. hurt or cut or whatever. Like, like especially basketball. Like, I, I, the only reason I do pros for this Joe's. That's the only one, the only league that has kickers, and that's only because it's their format. Yeah. They, they still need to get rid of that in a basketball. I agree. Actually, see, I love the kicker in like the NFFC. Yeah, you're getting. Say, you get a 48 yard field goal. You get 4.8 points. Say your opponent get a 48 yard. And he gets, you know, it's part of. The, I don't want to just be like, I just got to pick all wide receivers, yeah, all running backs. And then, you know, later on, I'll grab myself a quarterback. I, I think you got to make choices. When are you going to – are you going to take – if you wait, are you going to take Kyle Rudolph in the seventh? If you don't take Kyle Rudolph, this is what you're left with. You know, it's like in uh, baseball when you have two catchers. Yeah. You know, do you want to pay up for Gary Chase? It has a strategy to it. All right. Let's bring on my man, um, Scott. It's, it's, it's the, the other thing that I say, it's, it's two differing opinions. Matt says a strategy. I say you're forcing negative value on me. So it's just, it's what, like, again, what we always say, Matt, play what you like. Yeah, yeah. Play what you like. You know, that's basically what it comes. And play what you like and pay your league fee. All right, 844-843-687. i out to the telephone lines right now. And bring my man, Scott Fish. Scott Fish, what's good with you, buddy? What's going on? What's going on? I'm glad you're not having me on to talk to pros versus Joe's because I've been terrible in that for three years. Oh, my God. This is the worst, the worst thing, the worst luck I've had in pros versus Joe's. Hey, Scott Fish, you a notorious B.I.G. guy, right? You was rocking out to Unbelievable, wasn't you? 
I am I am right in that age. I'm I'm 38, so that's right in my wheelhouse. There you go. Scott Fish is a notorious B.I.G. guy. All right, Scott Fish, you got Scott Fishbowl. What Scott Fishbowl is this this year? Is this like, what, the 20th anniversary Scott Fishbowl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the eighth year we've done it now. Uh, we started in 2010, but we had, I skipped a year somewhere in there. So this, okay. this is the eighth one. All right, so this is the eighth one. So go ahead. Now, I was worried because I'm like, I didn't see a, a Scott Fishbowl invite. Then I went back, and on May 11th, I have something for, from you. I don't know how I overlooked it. Or it must have came up in my spam or something. So hopefully I'm not too late to sign up for Scott Fishbowl. So, and number one, am I, is, do I get, can I get another invite if I've been invited already? If, you, if you're going to have me this year. You may not even have me, Scott Fish, to be honest with you. But if you're going to have me, can I get another invite? Is there still room? And tell us, tell us some of the rules this year. Yeah, yeah. All three of you guys are in. It's, nice. uh, and don't, yeah, don't worry about that. There's, I had to start using MailChimp because Gmail started uh, started suspending my account, thinking I was spamming hundreds and hundreds of people. That's what it so, is. Uh, yeah, so we had to start going MailChimp. But, yeah, all three of you guys are in. Uh, this year, we changed up the scoring yet again, uh, but we're keeping most of the settings. I mean, we still start 11, have an 11-man bench. It's basically 60 leagues of 12 teams. Uh, no trading, no kickers, which Jake probably loves. Mm-hmm. No defenses. Um, this year, this year we brought back about a half point PPR because people okay. love it and help balance the scoring. And, uh, we're keeping in a half point per first down, oh, which, uh, we kind of brought to the table last year. Yeah. All right. So you get the half point per point, you have point per reception and the half point per first down. You want to hop in here, Jake? Uh, and ask what, where our invites are. No, mean? he already told us. He already said it. He's <laughs> got you mail- I told you he's doing it at Porsches at the time. I, I didn't know we were going roundtable. I wasn't ready for it. I know. We'll take your time. Matt, you hop in and then well, take, I just want to reiterate, know when you want to talk, Jake. I just want to reiterate what I said before and how, like, you know, it, it, it's a great tournament and everybody gets involved. But, you know, donating, you know, buying shirts, what, what Scott does around the holidays, I think is awesome. All the toys he goes and buys and all that stuff. So play in it. And support it is my uh, I should take right there. Oh, so, so there's a question for Scott. Scott, when you win the Matthew Berry Award, are you going to try and thank all 800 people? <laughs> there's like a 5% chance I'll win that. <laughs> win that. that 5%? Was, was there's like a nice- five, dude, dude, come on. Look, look, look. You, like, I know you're being humble, and I, I, that's why you're such a great guy. But to Matt's point, like, the, you're going to hands down walk away with this award. Like, You read the description, and part of the description <laughs> even says – a league for hundreds of people to play against each other for a good cause and all that. Like this is this award was made for you. Maybe we change the well, that, that line. Yeah, that line does uh, does look like that. But uh, I, I think there's a lot of people who have done a lot for this industry, and I, I don't I don't make any uh, assumptions that I have a chance. I just know it was uh, pretty nice to see that outpouring of support when when that thing was announced. Yeah, and I forgot about that, Scott Fish. You're right. And that you should be definitely the hands down favorite for that. Last year our guy um Drew Dinkmeyer won it for the the water, the the well the welly maker. Was it called something like that? The welly maker. He won the um the award for that. You forget and, a lot of things though. <laughs> you forget email. Hitting the vaporizer, man. <laughs> it's the vaporizer. I'm full disclosure. Um Scott Fish. I you Scott, I am um doing it a little bit too much, I'll be honest with you. Now, let me ask you, July 9th is the day that the fishbowl starts, right? So you have all yep. the invites out. You, you do all of this by yourself, right? 
I do every ounce of it by myself. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm running a little late this year. Everybody should see their my fantasy league invites uh, probably next week. Get everybody sorted into their uh, their fun divisions, which are TV characters this year, so, or comedic TV characters this year. So that that should be fun. Uh, produce a bunch of memes and gifs of. Uh, oh, can I be in the red? Can I be in the red fox division? Uh, possibly. <laughs> that wasn't on the list yet. He's about to say, I, I, say, I mean to do that, throw Red Fox out there. Whatever you do, Scott Fish, don't put me in the Bill Cosby division, okay? <laughs> Leave me out of that one. I do not want to be in the I Bill Cosby division. It's <laughs> a good call. Good I'll call. take anything except the Bill Cosby division. So, so let me ask you this, Fish. Do you have, I know a lot of every year you give, you know, uh, people not outside the industry, fans, and stuff um, of the sites and, and of our work and stuff like that, and guys that you follow on Twitter and stuff like that, that are hardcore fantasy football yep. players. Do you have all of those people already locked in for this year? Because I'm the guys in the chat room right now on our YouTube chat are asking about how to get into Scott's Fishbowl. Oh, I do not have all those uh, all those out yet. They, you can still sign up on scottfishbowl.com. It's kind of a, uh, a random drawing. For, for those uh, remaining spots, and there are lots of contests out there going on. You, you'll see you'll see them tweeted about. I know Football Diehards was just tweeting about a, a contest they're running for a spot. There's, there's there's some contests out there as well. All right, so that's cool, Scott Fish. That's that's a good job right there. So you got the rule set. So we got a draft date of starting July 9th and be multiple slow drafts. I'm always in the draft to take the longest one to finish and fill. Uh, who won the Scott's Fish Bowl last year? That was uh, Dan Sanio. He uh, he writes for Dynasty League Football and has a couple podcasts. Uh, podcast for Rotoviz, he does. Um, yeah, we've we've had some uh, some good winners. We've had Dan Sanio was for DLF, and then Mick Clay, uh, obviously with ESPN, and uh, Ryan McKee was with Pro Football Focus when he won. Yeah, we we've had a lot of uh, really good winners for this thing. I'm looking on your uh, on your Twitter. It says you work for you work for K Fan. Yeah, yeah, I do a Saturday morning show with uh, Paul Church, Paul Charchian during the football season. All right, so oh, okay, so that's you do about to say you do that show with Paul Charchian. So you know Paul Allen? Uh, I don't actually know Paul Allen personally. I mean, I know who Paul Allen is, yeah. and I know him, and he's, he's good friends with Charch, but uh, it's not like Paul Allen and I hang out or anything. Okay, <laughs> it's a Minneapolis miracle. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Great Paul exactly. Allen. All right, so bet check check it out, Scott Fish. Who are you, who are you doing your fantasy work with right now? Uh, I'm I, I work for Fanball. Uh, okay. I run uh, I run MFL tens. I'm the, I was I'm going the guy to ask you, MFL tens. Oh, can you put a couple more credits in my MFL ten account, <laughs> Corey Parson? I, w- I will. I, I think I could probably do that. Good I'll looking look out. That. I'll send you an email. <laughs> I'm gonna hook Jake and Matt up too. You know, not just me. You can't hook me up. I'm in Virginia. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's wait a minute. What? You hey, can't. Hey, now. wait. We pay. We yeah. We pay for Virginia, Jake. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, you just did this year. Yeah, well, this is oh, new to me. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, you can get Jake. So yeah, there yep. you go, right there. Oh, finally, I can stop telling everybody no. <laughs> and what I like about the MFL ten this year is you can. What I like about the MFL 10s this year is you can do them live. You know, you can do like a live draft MFL 10, and they start as soon as the league fills. So, and the software generates it. You get an email. How and many rounds is the MFL 10? 20. The MFL 10 is 20 rounds. 20. Yep, you can do MFL 22, 21 and 20, 20 or 22. Uh, uh, no, I said 72. Yeah. I was joking. Oh, 72. <laughs> 20 round draft, Scott Fish. All right, so that's cool. So, yeah. 
hook us up with some some it's not not a lot, you know. You know, don't shake don't rock the boat. Just hook us up with some and that's cool. And then we could do some um MFL some MFL tens to get us ready for the upcoming season. Now let me ask you this. Yeah, I'll promote the crap out of that. Yeah, no doubt, for real. Let me ask you this, Scott Fish. Yeah. Um I'll be honest with you, I've said it before. And people play the leagues out and obviously fantasy, uh, you know, for a good cause and stuff like that and fantasy cares. But I've called Scotch Fishbowl a draft. I was like, okay, we do the draft. We're on Twitter. It's very important. We start to get the picks out there. The industry gets involved. It starts, it starts after the 4th of July. People see the picks. People commenting on it. You get good stuff going back and forth on Twitter. But then two months later when the season starts, a lot of people forget about Scotch Fishbowl, including myself. I'll be 100% honest with you. So when people say that it's not competitive outside of the draft, would you agree with that? I would definitely not agree with that. I think there is a, a small percentage of people that do that. However, after 12 weeks when the playoffs start, all those, play, all those people that have you know, given up or stopped caring or whatever early on, they, they're, they're eliminated. They're eliminated pretty easily. And because of the way the playoffs are set up, uh, the best teams – get in. And if, if, if there's a person in your division who isn't trying very hard, that's really not going to affect anything because all the bubble teams are based on your team's specific performance, uh, how many points you were able to score and things like that. So uh, I, I think there's something to be said for a division here or there with, with a, a team that gives up. That, that, that's going to happen, especially with a league this big. But once if you're good enough to hit the playoffs, it's very competitive at that point. All right, so there's my man. Yeah, Scott. See, I'm one of those teams that doesn't give up, Corey. I just I, I would like to just see my team survive past week five this year. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's fine, too. It makes sense. You got waiver runs. You got waiver runs on uh, on uh, on um, the first waiver run is on 9-5 on September 5th at 1 p.m. East. So, Scott's Fishbowl, get ready to, uh, to hop back in action. Scott's Fish, Scott, hang with us for a couple seconds, Scott. Everybody on YouTube want to uh, yeah. check out, sign off for the week. Goon Squad, thanks a lot for rocking with us. Right back week one. Glad to have you. And make sure you catch us on Monday. We'll be right back in here on the Motown Monday. We decided to free call that Motown Monday. We've locked that in already. All right, so, Scott Fish. Go ahead, Matt. You about yeah, no, I think also what's great about it is it usually happens that week during the All-Star break. For like baseball, and there's nothing going on, so Scott really gets that whole four days. I mean, some keep going, but the one I was in last year went pretty quick. So it's it just it intensifies everybody. You know, past Fourth of July, everybody's getting into that fantasy football mode, and it's a great way to kick it off. All right. Hey, Scott Fish, the uh, dope shirt uh, my man Kenneth Cashman put together uh, for Roto Wear, the Scott Fishbowl H shirt. I saw it online the other day. I think I liked it. Might have retweeted it. That's a hot shirt, my man. Can people order that now? And all those proceeds going to Fantasy Cares. Yep, yep. All, all the profits of that go to Fantasy Cares. It's you can go to RotoWear.com and and get it pretty easily, or you can uh, follow RotoWear on Twitter and or myself, and and we we retweeted a decent amount. It's it is. It's a pretty slick shirt. It looks really good this year. Whose idea was it, Cashman or yours? Uh, the design. The design was Cashman's. I, I had a couple inputs in it, but uh, it was mostly his design. Nice I job. believe they sold out of Double uh, XL. They already. Oh wow! Look at that. They're going quick, huh? I bet. I gotta get me one. Hey, you have a lot of big bone followers. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Fish, my man. Thanks for hopping on with us uh, impromptu today, and I'm quite sure uh, as we get ready for uh, Scott Fish, we'll talk to you again, buddy. 
All right, sounds good. Thanks, right, Don't Thanks, forget guys. me and Jay. Have a good weekend. Don't forget our MFL accounts. <laughs> Throw a couple in there. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk up on the Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, because I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to do that on the radio. <laughs> I shouldn't bring Scott Fish on and tell him to give me something for free. Get in trouble for doing that. Yeah, you I, I, Fish, uh, thanks for that. By the way, the, the, rules, the break. So. The breaking news it got debunked. It was a potential Gronk rumor that they had no truth to. Really? Okay. Because yeah. there was some people in the chat actually, uh, side, you know, saying that this Thornton dude is credible and that he's a guy that normally yeah. is right when it comes to Tom Brady stuff. He he, he wasn't he wasn't the only one. But the, I, I actually just retweeted a little while ago. Somebody said that there's so it, it wasn't just him because the person didn't even reference it. It was uh, Mike Giardi. He was saying. Just told to stand down. Gronk is not going anywhere. There's no truth to the rumors. All right, so Gronk is still in the, in the building. He won't be on any of my fancy teams. I ain't on Gronk in a year. Yeah, I mean, look, when you know you heard the talk about possible retirement, we didn't believe he was ever going to retire. But... He took a big shot in that AFC Championship game. But that's my point. He's got to be tired of that. He's just, you know, another. Well, on top of that, they said this was supposed to be the biggest news of all time. Would it really be that shocking if the Patriots moved on and traded Gronk? I mean, they move on from every veteran before the end of their career, except for Tom Brady. That's they just that's what the Patriots do. Yeah, I, I thought it was Tom Brady news. I, I would have. I, 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 listen, if you're Tom Brady, honestly speaking, why not just play until you're fifty? I would legit play until the AFC East got better oh, because this guy is this guy is in the AFC ch- elite. Right he's, now, he's he's quarterbacked America's team for how long now? Now maybe he just wants to make America. It's not America's team. Um, <laughs> what I will, but he has a cakewalk to the AFC Championship he does. game. I mean that division. It's been like this for a long time. Yeah, I mean the Jets had a couple of years, or you know. I would love to see him in the NFC. Can they? Can they win? Can they win the NFC East? The Patriots? Did they win the NFC? Oh, they're better than. Anybody not named the Eagles, they're significantly better. Right? Can they win the NFC? Can the Patriots win the NFC South? The South's yeah. always a tricky division, though. It's always like weird. You, you get that one team out of nowhere. Like that, the, last, they, the last place yeah. team is the first place team. They can win. They can win any division. Yeah, they're the most vulnerable they've been since two thousand nine. But they can win any division. I mean, look, it's football. But I wish Bill Belichick ran the Mets. I'd make him, you know, GM, president. There's, he knows how to run an organization. The Mets don't know how to cut Jose Reyes. Yeah. How bad is that? <laughs> you're, going, you're, going to these, you're going to Subway Series games this week, right? Man? No, no, I'll be at the GST tonight. Bringing the wife, having, having okay. a beer, maybe a burger. Scott That's will cool. be there. Right, the King oh, will be right, there. The Subway Series and signifies the end of the New York Mets season. <laughs> that music signifies the end of the program. Shout out to the All-In Kid, Jake City, my man, Matt Medica. Shout out to everybody downstairs on the 4th floor. Make sure we sound good. Fancy football frenzy. Week one is in the books. The BFF's up next.